One of the things that stops small business owners from creating marketing content consistently is this feeling of being uninspired, of having no idea what to say in the first place. If you can relate to this, you are in good company. So many of us struggle with knowing what our marketing content should actually be about. But I am here to help. I have come up with 100 prompts that you can use to guide your marketing from your social media posts to your emails to your longer form content. I guarantee that these prompts will get you inspired and that you'll have more ideas than you even know what to do with. You can download this list of 100 marketing prompts for free at makinggoodpodcast.com slash 100 prompts. That's makinggoodpodcast.com slash 100-P-R-O-M-P-T-S. Welcome back to Making Good, the podcast for small businesses who want to make a big impact. I'm your host, Lauren Tilden, and this is episode 47. Today's episode is one I'm really, really excited about because it's about something that's actually fairly easy to get right, and yet few people do. In this episode, we are talking about how to use a call to action or CTA. A call to action is a way of activating your reader or your audience. In this short and sweet episode, we will define calls to action, provide some examples, and go over some simple rules for writing an effective call to action. So let's jump right in. First, let's define call to action. A call to action is exactly what it sounds like. It's a marketing term to describe every time you ask your audience to take an action, every time you ask your audience to do something after they finish reading your content. You see many calls to action every day, even if you don't always recognize them as such. The most obvious call to action is buy now, but here are some others that might sound familiar to you. Go to the link in my profile. Save this post. Register for my workshop. Click this link to set up a free consultation. Reply to this email and let me know your thoughts. Subscribe to this podcast. Sign up for my newsletter, email me for a consultation, sign up here for a free sample, and on and on and on. Another word that you'll hear a lot come into play in this conversation is conversion. And I want to define that for you too, since it's very much related to a call to action. Conversion is the word we use to describe when someone takes an action as a result of our marketing. In other words, when they have converted from one stage to the next, for example, from a lead to a customer. And now let's talk about the relationship between a call to action and a conversion. Well, it's pretty straightforward. When someone responds to your call to action by taking the action you requested, that is a conversion. A conversion can be big, like someone receives your marketing email advertising a product and they go buy it. Or they can be small, like they received your marketing email and they clicked on the link you told them to click. You might also hear the term conversion rate when people talk about assessing their marketing efforts. A conversion rate is the percentage of people exposed to the call to action who actually respond to the call to action. Anytime you have the data on how many people were exposed to your call to action and how many people actually took the action, you can calculate this conversion rate. So those are some definitions. Now let's talk about why are calls to action important? 
Well, it's actually pretty simple. A call to action is important because it invites people to take an action with our business, to sign up for our email list, to comment on an Instagram post, to buy our product. In order for us to actually have a business, people have to take action. A call to action is an invitation to do something, to take the actions large and small that help our customers get to know us, to develop a relationship with us, and to learn what we're about, and eventually to buy from us. One more thing I want to talk about before we get into the how-to part of this episode is to answer this question. When should you use a call to action? My answer is as often as you can. It would not be too often to use a call to action in every single thing you write. Of course, you don't want the call to action to be buy this now every single time. But asking your reader to do something and being very clear on what you want them to do is a great way of creating more engagement with your brand. Like I said, it most certainly should not always be promotional or to ask for a sale or to do something that serves you and your business directly. The call to action can often be as simple as reply to this email and let me know what you think or tag a business you admire below. You can put a call to action pretty much anywhere in an Instagram caption or story, on your website, buttons are great for this, in your email newsletter, at a sign-up, at an in-person event, etc. I would suggest that you create opportunities for a call to action as often as you can. Okay, now that we've got the basics covered, let's talk about how to write a good call to action. The most important ingredient of a good call to action is intention. And one of my favorite ways to get intentional when I'm doing my marketing writing is through an exercise called No Feel Do. I talk about this exercise pretty extensively in episode 21, the episode about effective business writing. So go listen to that if you want all the details. But the cliff notes is this. Whenever you write something for your business, a marketing email, a social media post, a page on your website, I would suggest that you first get super, super clear on three important things your know, feel, and do. What I mean by that is this. After your reader reads this piece of content, what do you want them to know? What do you want them to feel? And what do you want them to do? Getting clear on what you want your reader to know and feel will help you write direct, thoughtful, and effective marketing. Getting clear on what you want your reader to do is where the call to action comes in. Try to make your call to action the natural, flowing extension of whatever you've written. When you're thinking about what to choose as a call to action, you usually want to choose something that is or that you can position as the next logical step after reading your message. For example, if your marketing is about a sale you are running, you might choose for your call to action to be go browse the items on sale by clicking this link. Or if your Instagram post is an inspiring quote, you might choose for your call to action to be save this post for when you need it. Your call to action should not feel like it's coming out of left field. It should flow naturally from the rest of the message. So when you ask yourself what you might want your reader to do after reading your Instagram posts, for example, you might have a whole laundry list of things that it would be nice if they would do. And you might be tempted to give your reader all of these different options of ways to engage with you. You might think it's a good idea to put all of these calls to action in your Instagram post. Sign up for my email list and buy this product and download my free PDF and send me a DM, and tag a friend below. It would be great if the reader of this Instagram post would do all of those things, but they almost certainly will not. 
If you actually want someone to respond to your call to action by doing what you ask, you need to exercise some serious self-control and limit yourself to one action per piece of marketing. This is really hard. And honestly, this is something that I struggle with myself because I always want to provide all the information and all the resources all the time. But while that might make me feel like, wow, look at all that stuff I wrote and gave. It's not actually about how I feel. It's about how the person reading it feels. And when a reader is faced with a laundry list of tasks you're asking them to do, they're most likely going to feel overwhelmed and move on. So again, you're going to choose one thing to ask your reader to do as a call to action. There's one other very important thing that comes into play when it comes to a call to action. And this is actually also one of the best pieces of business advice I could ever offer you. And that is this. Make it easy. The easier you make it for your customer, the more likely they are to take the action you want. Make it easy for them to sign up for your email list. So don't ask them to fill out a form with more than their name and email address. Make it easy for them to purchase your product. Make sure your checkout process is as quick and seamless as it can be. Make it easy for them to get their questions answered. If it's relevant to your product, maybe a FAQ section would be helpful. This might sound obvious, but it's really worth getting intentional about. I would encourage you to ask yourself every time you write a call to action, how can I make it as easy as possible for my customer or reader to take this action? Here's an example of something I've been doing recently to make things easy. If I have a link that I want to direct people to on Instagram, I can put it in my Instagram bio, but I know that not that many people will click it. Instead, I'll post a story with a poll. Instead of yes or no, I make the options two different emojis. Then I'll explain whatever the resource or link is, and I'll say, if you want me to DM you the link, pick your favorite emoji below. And then for anyone who selects either option on the poll, I send them a direct message with a nice note and a link. Yes, this is more work for me, but if my goal is that people actually go to the link, then this is a good way to increase my chances because I am making it so, so easy for them. Okay, so if you have been multitasking, now is the time to come back and take some notes. I'm going to round up the Cliff Notes most important points from this episode for you. First, a call to action is any time that you ask your reader to do something. A conversion is what happens when your reader responds to your call to action by taking the action you requested. A call to action is important because it makes people interact and engage with your business, things that ultimately lead to purchasing. I encourage you to use a call to action as often as you can. The most important ingredient of a call to action is intention. I suggest you do the no-feel exercise. The do is your call to action. Your call to action should be the natural extension of your marketing message. Each marketing message should only have one call to action. The easier you make your call to action, the more likely people will be to take that action. Okay, I hope this provides you with some clarity on the topic of a call to action. The main thing that I hope you take away from this episode is that business is a two-way street. For a business to be a business, we need people to take action. And a really great way to generate more of this kind of action is to simply ask people to take a very specific, very easy action. So that is what I have for you today. I would love to hear from you. 
How are you using calls to action in your business? Let me know by DMing me on Instagram at Lauren Tilden, L-A-U-R-E-N-T-I-L-D-E-N. The notes from this episode can be found at makinggoodpodcast.com slash 47. And then this is an episode about calls to action. So of course, I'm not signing off without a call to action. So here it is. If you love learning about small business marketing mindset and ways to do good with your business, you will really love the Facebook group for this podcast. And we would love to have you to join, go to makinggoodpodcast.com slash community, and you'll be redirected to the Facebook page. Thank you for being here and for focusing on making a difference with your small business. Talk to you next time.